Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Game of Thrones Season 5. So it's been quite some time since I reviewed Game of Thrones. I reviewed Season 4 all the way back in last August of last year. And I was like, oh shit, I've been a real asshole. I haven't actually finished Game of Thrones yet. Uh, usually I try to be pretty good about finishing series. At least I try to be. So I thought I should probably go back and uh, finish Game of Thrones. So here we are. I have returned for Season 5. The last great season of this epic show, obviously continuing after the events of the last season, and because I've reviewed four previous seasons, I'm going to get the obvious share of the way that's in pretty much the entirety of the show. Um, the music is great. It, it just is. It's awesome. It's still one of my favorite soundtracks to any TV show or movies. It's awesome. The action is also still very entertaining. I really enjoy it. I really like the scenes with Bronn. And all that stuff, you know, one of my favorite scenes is Brown versus the Sand Snakes with Jamie. I think that's cool. I think it's fun. Uh, I like Jon Snow. I like all those, I like all the fights with him and everything else. I, yeah, I really like the fighting in this. It's, it's badass. The sword plays cool. The casting is also still great. So, yeah. Starring Amelia Clark, Kit Harrington, Sophie Turner, Gwendolyn Christie, Maisie Williams, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headley, Nikolai Kostrawaldu, John Bradley. Ian Glenn, Alfie Allen, Liam Cunningham, Isaac Hepstead, Wright, Aidan Gillian, Rory McCain, Jerome Flynn, Daniel Portman, Julian Glover, and Natalie Dormer. So yeah, everyone's great. I, the casting is fantastic. That is definitely something that is consistent throughout the whole show. The casting is fantastic. It yeah, everyone everyone's a perfect fit for their characters. Everyone's awesome. I don't think there's any bad performances in this season in terms of like main cast there may be a few characters and i'm like all right whatever but nothing nothing that actually affects the quality of the acting in the show now my least favorite part of this season is dorn it's way too underdeveloped and it ends really quickly most of the time is spent on jamie and braun even though the arc is supposed to be about dorn and the people there and the conflict that with the prince and the Oberon Martell's uh, b beloved <laughs> and his three bastards. So I don't understand why. Why is it? Why is? Why do we get nothing with them? We barely get anything. Essentially, like if you compile all the scenes in Dorne with those characters, just in general, it maybe, maybe may take up the runtime of one episode in a whole season. And one of the major points of this season is Jamie getting Marcella back from Dorne. Barely an episode is filled with that. And it really feels underdeveloped, and it feels like as if they didn't know what to do with Jamie and Braun. Now, I know in the story that actually does happen in the book, but it's way more developed in the book, and the characters are a lot more entertaining. This is just kind of like, oh, we got to find something for them to do. Uh, do this real quick, and we'll just, you know, move it along, because Braun's not in the book after after this battle after the battle with uh that he helped with Tyrion, that was he's not in there after that he's gone so yeah however this is the season where Arya begins her journey on becoming no one uh, with the faceless men that shit's really cool that i really like the mystic side of game of thrones the mythology and the religions around i think it's really cool i really enjoy the faceless men they're, they're these uh, essentially dark priests they're priests that essentially worship death because they they see that every religion essentially is the same thing they, they look at all of them meaning they all have death involved in the religion so that's why they call it the many-faced god it's the one god but 
he sometimes takes the form of different people, which is how, essentially how they get their powers. So it's really cool. I really like her, the way she's changing. She's she's learning patience and different things like that. So, yeah, I think it's really good. It's definitely it's definitely one of the highlights for Arya's arc. This is also the season where Jon Snow became one of my favorite characters, especially after watching my favorite episode of the series, Hard Home. It's it's badass. Jon Snow is pretty badass in this in this season. He ends up becoming the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Uh, his Stannis, uh, his <laughs> his arc with Stannis is really good. I like how he upholds the uh, the messages and the lessons he learned from Eddard towards Stannis. Like, no, this is I, I made a vow. I'm gonna up, uphold that end of it. I, he's very honorable in that sense. And also, he fights a fucking White Walker in this one of the most badass scenes in the movie. A movie, the show. It's a, uh, it's fucking dope. I love that fight scene. It's most. It is my favorite fight scene of the whole series. It's, it's fucking cool. Also, you really, you really see the the the, the Night King. He's wicked badass when he rises everyone up after they all died at Harnholm. When Jan, when John's trying to save the wildlings from from becoming the army of the dead. Wicked badass. Wicked cool. Yeah. The the my favorite arc and the favorite parts of the show are actually in with the with the Night's Watch this this season. Wicked badass. I like it a lot, and I also like the the arc with Stannis, like I said. So I, that's that's my favorite arc of, of this season is is actually John. This season also has one of the most controversial scenes in the show. Uh, I will say this just in case. Uh, trigger warning: This is subject matter that is uh, rather adult. If you've seen the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, and you're trying to you know see how good the show is, and this is what you're first hearing from me, so I'll I'll just say. I'm going to be talking about some serious subject matter. Uh, Ramsey's raping of Sansa in front of Theon. It's a bit much, in my opinion. I, I think subtlety would have worked better, especially since it's not in the book. So in the book, Sansa and Ramsey don't get married. Uh, her One of her friends uh, is disguising herself as Sansa, and that's who marries Ramsey. And not saying like, oh, this shouldn't happen to Sansa. I think the show's version of Sansa, it does work better in terms of her arc and how her character changes. But to how they do it, in my opinion, is a bit much. Now, as I I do, I'm not saying you can't talk about the subject matter in media or stories, movies, TV shows. That's not my point. Now, as someone who loves like uh, stories like Berserk, which that subject matter is in it quite a bit, I think the writing and the way they handle the subject in Berserk is much better, and it makes more sense to the story than they did in this. And this is kind of where I see the writers... So you find out later, <laughs> after watching some of the seasons that aren't based on books, the writers aren't very good at writing their own material based on Game of Thrones. If it's not if it's not based on Martin's work, it's not really that good. So, yeah, I think that's why this scene just doesn't work for me. Um, I think maybe I'm not keep the scene, okay, keep the setup and what happens. But you know, maybe just like after closing the door or like maybe like right before it happens and he's like you see Theon's face and then it's like him closing the door and then the, like, it just pans away from the door and they just play like the music that they play during that I think the subtlety of what was happening would have worked more than you knowing exactly what Ramsey's doing so it doesn't directly show when he starts to rape her but it shows right up until it 
and then you hear her screaming and his grunts and everything, and you see Theon's face. Now, it's, I don't know, just after watching it, I've seen this episode quite a few times, and it's always been something I'm like, I just don't, this doesn't work. It it just feels shock value to be shock value. There's no subtlety or nuance or anything to the scene where I've, I've seen a tons of, I've seen it done tons of times of other media where they've taken the subject matter and it works really well. It doesn't, it just feels like they're, what can we do that'll shock the audience? Because we like, we have a lot of shocking scenes in this, in the show, like the red wedding that's have something like that. And it, it just doesn't work. It, I, it's, it really brings down that episode for me. It's, it's the sixth episode unbound, unbent, unbroken. It's yeah, it just, it's not good. So overall, I will say this is the last great season. I think after this season, it's that's where you see the decline start to go in. And I give this season an 8 out of 10. I still think it's one of the great shows of television at, at this point. I think it is still a very quality series at, at this point as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's still good here. So I give it an eight. I think it, I think it is a great season. It's not my favorite. Season two is still my favorite, but this does have my favorite episode, Hard Home. So that's why I give it the eight. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed the previous four seasons of Game of Thrones. Uh, for some reason, my Game of Thrones reviews seem to be the most popular. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so if you haven't already listened to those, uh, go check those out. It's highly appreciated. So thank you. And I hope you're having a good fucking day. Also, I'll be streaming on Twitch later today, and I probably will continue after that. But I'll be playing Mass Effect 2. So if you're interested in something like that, getting to know me, all that kind of shit, I'll be on there later. So thank you, and please stay tuned for our sponsors. Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day.